Hi, this is Diva Celebration. Back today with a subject matter that, I don't know, it's kind of been floating around out there in the social media verse about why egg prices are, have gotten so high. Why all of a sudden did they go from being, you know, affordable to actually being more affordable in recent months than they had been in a long time. All of a sudden, going back up in price again. Uh, they had raised their prices during the pandemic. You know, they, these corporations use so many excuses for raising their prices when really they don't need to raise them that much. Uh, I think I, I read something on a, a, I think it's a Fight for 15 site or one of those sites that is advocating that we raise the minimum wage quite a bit. I mean, they just want to get it to 15. I say, we're way behind. We need to at least get it to 25 to 30 minimum wage for people to live a decent life. I mean, seven ninety-five an hour, you cannot live on that. You can't, I mean, even living at home with your parents, your parents are going to be mad that you can't pay them enough. I mean, there's no way anybody can live on that. And you'd have to work 70, 80 hours a week with two parents working 78 hours a week, which means they would never be home with their children if they had children, just to make it on a uh, on that amount of money. And that's not even $15 an hour between the two people making that kind of money. Understand? So there's no way anybody can live on seven ninety five an hour. And they're saying, well, that was meant for college kids and the jobs that pay seven ninety five an hour, really because now jobs that used to pay big bucks, and I'm talking jobs that used to pay thirty, twenty five, thirty, forty dollars an hour, factory jobs like at GM and different places, you know, all these factory jobs, they used to pay all that money because they had unions. Um, now those jobs only pay nine, ten dollars an hour. If you're lucky, you might get 15, you might get 14, but those jobs don't even pay what they used to. And those jobs used to offer full health coverage. That meant you didn't pay for anything. You got your prescriptions, your eye, everything. And again, I will mention, I used to have a business with my ex and we were a small business that had just started out within the first few years. We were able to get 100% health coverage. And how do they do that? Health cover, uh, health um, brokers, what they call insurance brokers. What they do is they take a bunch of small companies and they put them together and make them into one company. Therefore, all of those companies put together become this huge corporation, right? And then they're able to get good health coverage. So we were able to get 100% health coverage for our employees. Now, our employees did have to pay part of that. We went to them ahead of time and told them how much their part would be. Of course, our part was going to be way more. We were going to have to pay a lot of money to get each employee covered. But at the end of the day, we saw that as a, uh, you know, something that helps our employees not want to leave, that keeps our employees at our company working for us. Good pay, good health coverage, and then we were working on retirement and even working on uh, profit sharing with us, with our company. So then our, our employees would also get part of, you know, be able to get into profit sharing. So, you know, what we did, 
in doing that in our company, people stayed with us. They, they think two, three, four times before they're going to go leave and go work somewhere else because they're getting way too much, way too many benefits for working for us. That's how you keep people. But it doesn't seem to be the, um, way that everybody is going nowadays. And you've even heard about these packs that have been, um, uh, uh, Big corporations have gotten together, even restaurant corporations have gotten together, so that if someone quits a job at one restaurant chain, they can't go over to another restaurant chain and get a job. Because they report you to all of the restaurant chains and and say, don't give this person a job because they quit us. And so they make it really hard for people to leave and go to another job. Therefore, all of the restaurant chains benefit from that. Why? Because then they don't have to raise their minimum wage. They don't have to offer benefits. They don't have to offer health insurance. And it benefits all of them, these wealthy corporation people at the top. They don't care about all the people who are working for them. I mean, I'm sorry. There's just not many corporations who do. All they care about is the bottom line, the profits, and their stockholders are and making sure that their stockholders make money. So now that you see this premise, now that I've explained that premise to you, now maybe explaining what is happening with the apparent, everyone's saying that they're rumors, but I've just heard too many, I've watched too many videos and I've watched too many um, actual smaller farmers, smaller chicken farmers and uh, people who have, you know, I would say small to moderate farms saying that this is happening, right? There's just too many videos out there. And they're talking about when they stop feeding their um, chickens this Purina food or this Purina chicken feed that everybody feeds on the farms. When they got away from giving that feed, this big corporation selling to everybody, and they started making their own chicken food, really. They made their own chicken food at home, or, or they had local other local farmers that were helping them make the chicken feed. Uh, their, their chickens went from not producing eggs to producing eggs again. They were all very suspicious that it went back to the chicken feed that they were feeding their chickens. And when they stopped feeding their chickens that chicken feed, and then they allowed them to, to free range, to, you know, just run around free range too on their farms, uh, just, they decided to go back to the healthy way of doing things, to do free range and to re and make their own food. All of a sudden their chickens within, I can't, I can't remember what this person said, if it was within just a week or two, or two or three weeks, I can't remember how many, uh, they said all of a sudden they started having eggs again. The chickens started producing eggs again. And they, uh, they attributed that, many, many, many videos that I've watched have attributed that to the fact that they stopped feeding them the corporation, the big corporation feed, chicken feed, that they used to buy. So a lot of farmers, and we're talking all over the country, up in Canada, you know, other countries who have, you know, but within America and, and within Canada, there have been a lot of reports coming back 
saying that once they stopped feeding him this feed, all of a sudden their chickens started producing again. So, what the I what the theory is, and you can call it a conspiracy theory, I don't know, but what the theory is is that they were giving these smaller farmers, smaller to immediate farmers, uh, chicken feed that had birth control in it, some sort of birth control or some sort of chemical in it that would stop their chickens from producing eggs. So, um, that the big corporations who are not probably feeding their chickens this feed with the birth control in it are probably not putting the birth control in the feed that they get because they own they own the company that makes the chicken feed, right? So they're able to produce the eggs, right? And so they mark the eggs up. So all the small to medium moderate farmers are losing money and going under or, you know, have a hard time getting by. So this is their way of trying to eliminate all the small businesses out there, small to moderate businesses out there who are competition for them. They're eliminating the competition by putting bird control in the chicken feed so that their, their chickens won't produce anything, any eggs, so that they, as a big corporation, have all the eggs and, you know, people buy a lot. I buy eggs. I buy a lot of eggs. So I have to admit that. Um, I mean, they're smaller. That's why you buy a lot of them. But, you know, and eggs are used in everything from just your meal cooking to making cakes to making baked goods. Eggs are used in everything. And I stopped buying eggs. And I have noticed the pinch on things that I can't make because I don't have eggs. And plus, I'm not having eggs in the morning. I used to hard-boiled eggs. And I would eat those in my salads or I would just eat them alone. I mean, I'm noticing a big knockoff in protein. And, you know, they were cheap protein that poor people could afford to buy. And notice, again, what I said there. Cheap protein, protein is good, it's something you need to eat, that poor people could afford to buy. So you can make, you know, eggs in the morning, scrambled eggs. You can put eggs in, you know, to supplement for protein into your different things that you make um, during your meals for lunch or whatever. Like I said, I would put eggs in salads and things like that. Rather than having to buy... Uh, turkey or, you know, or some sort of meat or whatever that is a little more expensive. So when people are strapped, eggs are a good thing to buy because it's cheaper. Well, big corporations weren't making as much money on these other products. So in order to force the hand and they were raising prices on the meat, the turkey, the chicken, you know, all of that. So in order to force the hand of poorer people, to have to buy those products, they, f- they found a way to limit the availability of eggs. And, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people don't realize how much they use eggs until now, until they're gone. And then you realize, wow, this, this is how governments control, like in dictator countries or in monarchy countries where, you know, they're you know, totally trying to control the working class back in the day, but even now, like in China and Russia and certain South American countries and Africa, etc., 
where they're trying to control the working class, they'll do stuff like this. They'll raise prices on the food. I mean, have you noticed how our food prices just keep going up and up and up and up? And they make excuses for it when really it's not warranted. It's really just a way for the bigger corporations to make more money, to provide more profits for their stockholders, who are all very wealthy people, right? And, uh, or, you know, and or have become wealthy because they've had stock in those companies. And then the pandemic hits and their stocks start going down and their profits start going down. And you've got all of these very wealthy people who are mad and who have the money to sue those companies, etc. So you have this sort of circular thing that's happening, right? So during the pandemic, they got hit really hard. And so they decided they were going to make their money back. So now here's what they're doing. They're limiting the supply of eggs. Fortunately, people who are in the smaller to moderate businesses are figuring it out. They figured it out. And they are producing eggs, but that still, you know, still doesn't help for the present time, right? Um, They haven't been able to produce eggs all this time. I think some of them have said that they haven't been able to produce eggs for months and they couldn't figure out what was going on. Well, it just seems kind of funny that so many farmers and so many people, egg farmers, were not able to produce eggs that all this sort of hit. And then they started blaming it on the bird flu and da-da-da-da. But what really started coming out is, hey, it's not the bird flu. There's something wrong, and chickens were not producing eggs. And I just saw enough videos that I thought, this is crazy. You know, I've never heard this before. Has anybody heard this before? No. It's the first time it's happening. So, you know, all of those conspiracy theories have kind of turned into, wait a minute, this is actually happening. <laughs> this is real. So, um, I was looking, I've been looking at, uh, a lawyer, a female lawyer online who's been talking about this and, you know, she sort of has been like, this is odd. Why is this happening? And it's the lawyer in her, you know, the lawyer, the, the investigative person that is in every lawyer, right? To find out what's going on and go after it and go for the, you know, make it, uh, uh, go for the legal argument of why is this happening? So she delved into it more and more and more, and now she has talked to someone, I guess they found something, there, there was an actual case where there was a company that was actually doing something to rice. They were putting some sort of hormones or some sort of chemicals into this rice, and uh, they were genetically changing it in some way as well. And uh, it was affecting not just humans, but it was affecting animals that this rice was being fed to. And they actually got a class action suit that went back and proved that this company, this big corporation was doing it on purpose so that they could somehow uh, profit more from this, this rice. So now, uh, I guess she's going to go speak to that lawyer, that that group of lawyers who filed that class action suit because she's been thinking all along that there's some sort of a class action that needs to be done on um, what's happening with the chicken feed. And she named the company Purina for doing it. 
and that's a little worrisome because I've, I've had, um, I had two cats and I started feeding them. Oh God. Sorry. I can't, I can't remember the name of the cat food now. Wish I could remember it. Oh, it was special kitty. And I, you know, my daughter and I found a, um, um, a box of four kittens behind the school one day. I'm pretty sure someone left them there on purpose so that someone would take them home. We tried to take them to the shelters and nobody would take them. And then we found out later that this is sort of a tactic that some of these smaller animal rescue shelters do is they take boxes of animals and they leave them around schools and around playgrounds and things like that so that people will take them home because they can't, because they're getting overrun with animals at their small little shelters. Well, so when you come in with a box of kittens that you say you found at a school, these larger shelters know what's going on. And so no one, everyone refused to take these cats. So I ended up with the cats. I have four, I had four cats, right? Not something I wanted, but I ended up with them. I ended up having to pay to get them neutered and get them shots and the whole nine yards. I did get a little help from a local vet here who helped me out, but yeah, it was just like, whoa, now I have four cats. You know, I've never had more than two cats in my house at a time. Four was too much. Anyway, long story short, I would buy huge, I would buy these huge 25 pound bags, uh, not 25, uh, more like, uh, 40 pound bags of food. And I would put it in a huge trash can, you know, to keep it fresh. And I would keep the bag closed and they would eat through that food pretty quickly because there's four of them. Right. And then I had to buy like huge things of litter and the whole, whole nine yards. But two of the cats, two of my animals, oh, and I also bought, um, uh, 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 similar food for my dog. I had one dog at the time when we found these four cats. I had two, one of the cats and the dog, and I was buying the same sort of food that is by the same corporation, Perina, which I think is owned by P&G, I'm not sure, but um, um, found out that my dog had cancer, and then I found out my one cat had cancer. I actually had my my cat had like a huge tumor and they both got breast cancer which was odd they were both female and got breast cancer so whatever the corporation that I was buying this this pet food from um, I went online and found out that there was tons of stories about dogs and cats getting breast cancer from eating their food so whatever they were putting in their food who knows what it was some sort of hormone that might have been used on the animal byproducts that they were using the animals uh maybe the chicken maybe the the salmon maybe the meat some sort of hormones that were in those that affected the animals and a bunch of dogs and cats were getting breast cancer and we're talking thousands of stories that i found online i immediately stopped using that food immediately stopped using that food and unfortunately my dog passed away and my cat passed away because of eating this food but I narrowed it down to that food and stopped using it now I have put my story out there it was special kitty um, it was the food it was the cat food 
And um, I think I had a similar brand for the dog food. I can't remember what the dog food's now. I've switched over to Imes. I haven't had any more problems with my cats since then. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe because it's a higher brand food, they watch it a little more closely. But if I notice, on the other thing that my cats were doing, my, uh, uh, they were throwing up. They were having a lot of hairballs and throwing up all the time, throwing the food up. That's when I really stopped using it. I was like, wait a minute, they're throwing this food up an awful lot. And it just kind of started, I used that cat food for, for a few years, and then all of a sudden, they did something. I remember there was a corporation change. There was some sort of a change that happened within the, that, the pet foods, that actual pet food corporation. They switched over different owners, and then all of a sudden, my cats are getting sick. My, you know, all the time from this food. Well, that that's a, a, actually when I said, okay, we need to stop buying this food. And then that's when I started looking everything up. So I'm not, I'm really starting to see that maybe this could have happened with the chicken feed because it eventually came out and there were some lawsuits that went after the cat food and the dog food corporation, right? And they've had to change everything. Now, I will never go back to that food. I don't care if they've changed. You know, they've lost me. But um, I can see that happening with the chicken feed. I can see that they, you know, have probably done this to earn more money. Uh, the uh, hormones and whatever they were using at this uh, cat food plant is what caused uh, the problems with the cats and the dogs. And they had to stop using that. But why did they use it? Because it was cheaper, probably. Or why did they go to that? Or they were using a supplier that just was giving them a cheaper price. And they were using hormones to make their chickens or their poultry or their um, uh, chicken turkeys bigger, whatever, right? So they were using hormones to make them you know, seem bigger, which that's, you know, we all get warned about hormones. Well, I think the same thing is going on with this chicken feed. It may not actually be birth control, or it may be that they're putting in the t to this chicken feed. It may just be some sort of a hormone that has been put into plants or whatever. I don't know. What do chickens eat? You know, whatever has been put into uh, the vegetables or the plants that they eat has been uh, to make that those plants bigger or make them grow faster or whatever and now it's affecting the chickens and they again like I said they could have actually put birth control in there trying to get the um, market to be better for the bigger corporations and to, to eliminate the smaller corporations you know this is what people uh, this is what wealthy people do and they think that they're justified in doing it right and they call themselves, well, we're the big corporations. We take care of everybody. We provide jobs. We pay people money. We're this, we're that. Well, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have competition, right? And this is exactly what recently President Biden was talking about in his address to Congress. Is um, the fact that we need to sort of start breaking up these big corporations. They all, the wealthy people need to start paying their share in taxes when they're not paying any taxes. I mean, really, there's a lot of wealthy people out there who think that they're, they're justified in doing all those illegal things. And it's okay, because 
we're the ones that provide jobs for the American people and we, we keep America running is the way they look at themselves. And so they have this hierarchy idea of who they are and what they should be allowed to get away with in that they should, you know, they should make a lot more money than the rest of us and they shouldn't pay more than seven ninety five an hour for minimum wage when actually that seven ninety five an hour I think they said it's been twenty years since we've changed the minimum wage. I mean it's crazy. You can't keep paying people these very low wages and expect them to be able to make it these days. So um yeah. So we have to sort of dial it back and realize that these companies are taking advantage of the situation because they can't. You know, everybody always says to me, how can they get away with that? And I'm like, I look at people and say, because they can. They have money. They have power. And what I've always said about people who are um, wealthy, people say, well, after you, you, know, you make a few million dollars, why do you need to make more money than that? Well, they need to make more money because someone else who's making more money than them has more power. So after you've made a lot of money, then the next step is that you want power. You want power to dictate what goes on. And um, I don't think people realize how alluring the fact of being able to push people around and tell people what to do and be able to just look at somebody and say, it has to be done my way or the highway. And, you know, that sort of power is a drug to people. (laughs) And they want to be more powerful than the next guy because the other guy is still pushing them around, right? I've, I've worked, I've had my own business. I've worked in jobs. I've done everything from being a peon waitress to all the way up to owning my own business. And I can tell you something. There has never been a point in my life where I wasn't working for somebody else. And people say, but you had a business. Well, yeah, but you're still working for the customer. Now, the customer may be other businesses that you're doing work for, but you are still working for someone else. Or you're still working for the customers and what they demand. Which is also another reason these big corporations want to have more power, because they want to dictate what society needs and wants. And if they can, like, that's why there's commercials. If they can afford to outrun and outdo everybody by brainwashing you as the American people or as a worldwide corporation, if they can brainwash everybody that they need to buy something. For instance, I think clothing is, uh, it's basically a brainwash situation. There is nothing really that different about most clothing. If it's made from one material or another material, whatever. There's nothing majorly different. Now, there could be a no-name brand, and then there could be a very high-end couture brand. They all make the same, like, let's say they make the, the same shirt. They all look the same from the outside, but it's just that they're all made by different people. Well, that's what people think. But most of the time, they're all made pretty similarly in the same place. But it's just a different name on each shirt. That they've somehow convinced you that because it says Louis Vuitton, it's better. 
or Ralph Lauren, it's better. But really, even the no-name brand is just as good as the high-end label that's on there. Um, There's really no huge difference. Now you do have your cheaper brands, and they do sell cheap stuff to people, and they'll take out stuff, or like in shoes. They won't provide as much cushioning, or they won't provide as much support, which is really lousy. Because, well, you don't deserve that because you're not paying as much as over here. So that, they will do that sometimes with shoes. You know, they'll make them of lesser materials. But a lot of times, if you look at some of these shoes, they're all made of the same material. They are all exactly the same. If you try them on, they all wear the same. It's just the fact that there's a different name on them. So that's, you know, that's their way of convincing you that, you know, they're brainwashing the American public, they're brainwashing the worldwide public, that they're getting something that they're really not getting. And that's power. That's why people want power. Because they want the ability to be able to watch how they can control people. It's crazy, but it's true. And they also want the power to be able to do what these aid corporations are doing in limiting smaller and moderate farmers' uh, egg supplies so that they can make more money and they can give more money back to their shareholders, so forth and so on. I don't know. What do you think? That's what I think. I think it's going on. And that's my, you know, my, my experience as a business owner and from working my way up in life of what I've seen. You let me know what you think. Conspiracy or truth? Till next time.